Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. Hello, best friend. Hello, best friend. Welcome to best friend hood. We're we're still workshopping this, but I think it's better than our first go around. I think so. Okay, so we are still figuring things out audio-wise. Um, I can't even begin to roll through all of the YouTube videos, searches on the internet, visits to our local... Can I just give a shout-out to Yonda's Music Store? <laughs> yeah, yeah Yonda's it. Music Store, uh, trying to get things figured out. And we are still working on it, but... I do believe this setup hopefully will be a little bit better. It seems to be so far. Um, I'm confident that we have a pretty good setup now. We've troubleshot some things. We've dealt with some kerfuffles of confusion. I think we're off to a good start. Yeah. And we were (laughs) taking a moment to help reassure each other. You know, all of our favorite podcasts, the first couple episodes never sound that great. You're learning. We're all learning. It's a learning curve. Yes. Much Maybe like, we can do a whole episode on how to start your own best friend podcast. Well, let's become proficient in it first. So maybe in three years? Oh, yeah. I was thinking minimum three years. Okay, fair. You know, I love that we're on the same page there. So <clears throat> last episode, we kind of talked about why we chose to do the podcast the beginnings of our friendship. And I thought the next logical step might be to bring people into where we are now. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to think back on it. And honestly, with the Pantene panorama that had been going on for still, well, technically still is. Mm -hmm. My sense of time and or memories have just become not a wash, but definitely just one big blarb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was trying to hash my brain for what it was like when we first started hanging out. And I don't remember us ever like going out to the bars together or anything like that. I think that, you know, maybe once or twice our friend was playing and I reached out and said, hey, this is where we're going to be if you want to show up. But that's not really what we did Mm -hmm. slash do together. True. True. Just being bored and reaching out to see if you wanted to be bored together. Yeah. That is pretty much my recollection of it, too. I think that's part of the reason. We're such exciting individuals. (laughs) We really are. Welcome to your 30s, folks. My word. No doubt. So, yeah, we talked last time about how we would go to parties and we'd go out to the bars and run into each other. Like, it was a very social and interactive thing with lots of other people and lots of different uh, venues. Also, how did we ever afford that lifestyle? I have no idea. 
I was working one part, no, two part-time jobs, going to school full-time. I have no idea. Because there was always an after party. We always went out to the bar. Mm-hmm. I don't... Pre-game. You had to have oh, drinks yeah. to pre-game. I mean, even a 30-pack of Bush costs money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how we did it. Anyway, sorry know. to interrupt you. No, no, that's fine. Uh, it's a good point. So in this iteration of our friendship, and what I think I was going to say earlier is just that part of the reason that I think we chose to record on Thursdays, like we talked about last time, is just Thursdays have always been our night. Oh my gosh. I kind of forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Because I had night classes Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yes. Thursdays, you and I were both free. And then all through grad school, well, most of grad school, I was working in the evenings mm-hmm. on the weekends or most weekends. And so Thursday nights were like the one night that we were both free. Your husband was usually out of town for work and we would just get together. And my first memory is really what we talked about last time, just sort of that gentle hang of like, I'm bored. I broke my arm. I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> do you want to hang? And I'm not there... going to go play paintball. Uh, <laughs> right? I had, yeah, sorry. Uh. So we started hanging out in the fall, or excuse me, like mid-summer, let's say, and American Gods <gasps> Season 1. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Mm-hmm. It had just come out, and so every Thursday night we would get together and we would watch, like, one or two episodes, I think, depending on how much time had passed. Right. And, of course, this is well before the pandemic, so we both still had active social lives with other groups of people. But that was, like, our jam for a solid six months or so. And we nerded out about it. I did, especially because Jillian Anderson from The X-Files was in it. Mm-hmm. Media. Fantastic. Oh, my Fantastic word. Fantastic in it. Um, and then I think you bought me the book. That's right. It was right around Thanksgiving because I was going on a trip to see some of my family. And I was going down to Atlanta mm-hmm. to go to an info conference. That's right. And I found the book for sale at our local bookshop. Do you remember when Hastings Bookstore was still around? I do. I miss it every day. I was actually thinking about that today. I was at work and got a little bit distracted at one moment. (laughs) And I just thought, man, I really miss just going and wandering and looking at all of the random books that they had and the posters and music and movies. It was such a cool... And tchotchkes. Random weird little tchotchkes. It was so much fun. <sighs> the and world when needs you stores. were and when you were broke, you could go take all of your things and be like, "Money, please." Exactly. <laughs> oh, three dollars. Eh, that's some Taco Bell right there. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> or like it. two weeks worth of ramen noodles. Oh, you were much wiser with your money than I. That's fair. That was how I got by. Was just I've got five dollars that somebody tipped me. Cool. I can eat for the next two weeks. Back when your body could run on that kind of sustenance. (laughs) It's a miracle that like my cholesterol and just is not through the roof. The sodium and that stuff is ugh. (laughs) Isn't it kind of amazing that we survived and slash thrived through those years? Mm -hmm. We put our body through the paces. (laughs) We really did. Oh, 
Yeah, so American Gods, and we got the book, mm-hmm. and it took us a really long time to read it. But I remember, have you finished that book yet? I made it to chapter three. <laughs> <gasps> You're kidding me! Oh, no. okay, because I was just going to like blurt out the biggest spoiler. Right, because I know it's very different, and you and I, you, I remember at the time when you were reading it, I came over on a Thursday, and you were like, oh my gosh, are you at this chapter yet? No. (laughs) I bought this book for both of us to read, and I've read 10 pages of Mm. it, which is so unlike me. Very much so. But there was just something, I I don't know, I'm I'm blaming grad school that I was reading so much. Totally fair. I just didn't have it in me to read for fun. It's an outstanding book. Neil Gaiman wrote it. Fantastic author. Oh, my word. I'm, like, I think... I blasted through that. Like, I, I didn't open it for the longest time. And then I did. And I got halfway through and I took a break because of something that happened. And I needed a break. But then once I got back through, like, there were just some beautiful moments in there. So any Hoosiers, if you guys get the chance, read American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Well, and then that kind of changed. Our, our, regular, our regularly scheduled program kind of changed after a while. Right, because I had a schedule change with my classes where I suddenly had a night class on Thursdays that went until like 9.30 at night or something, which, man, when you're working two jobs and going to school, grad school full-time, that was way too late to start hanging out. And we did, from what I remember, we kind of took a pretty steady break there. Yeah, where we would see each other once every two or three weeks. Yeah. You know, on the weekends that neither of us had something going on. But it never felt to me like it detracted from our friendship. Like, at that point, we had been established, or rather, we had established ourselves as good friends. Hadn't quite gotten to the best friend stage yet, I don't think. I agree, yeah. That it was fine, you know. I remember there was one night I went out to um, one of the bars... Actually, it was the night that your friend was playing, and I remember just seeing you from across the way, and you waved or texted me or something, and joined your table for a while, and then left after, like, a drink, which nowadays, that would be such a different interaction. We would be there together to start with, you know? Oh, yeah. Because you, like you said, you were going to school, had two part-time, two part-time jobs, and I was just kind of like living my life by myself because husband was on the road all of the time. I'm telling you, I would see him for a day and a half every two weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, otherwise I was just here teaching the cats French and, um, you know, breaking language barriers with my fish, you know. Yeah. Taking care of, turning the house into a jungle slowly but surely and cleaning things with toothbrushes because I was just so bored. Mm-hmm. Which says a lot about me. But anywho, yeah. F- where was I going with that? We took a bit of a hiatus. We sure did. Oh, and I think I felt it just because I was lonely and I had a new friend that I knew I got along with. So I didn't want to lose that. So I remember saying to myself, Melissa, you're a grown up and you can be patient and understanding. So be patient in understanding. And then I would wait until I knew it was one of your free nights. And I'd be like, hey, funny gif. Want to get together? And 
I think the one thing that I do love is how quickly it went from just those gentle hangs and supporting each other. Because I remember being so proud of you. The the course of study that you went through and the veracity of it. Because wham, bam, thank you, education man. You were just rocking and a rolling. Moved straight from the education part into, what do they call it when you're actually doing like the interacting? The I very pra- quickly went into practicum. Practicum. I was so close. And then from there, you've actually graduated and then you moved into that work profession. You just very quickly summed up the last four years of my life. I mean, we've got the time. Do you want to break it down? We should. Because Has it I already think, been that long? Yeah. Four my, years? My program was three years and I graduated a year ago. Dang. Yeah, because one of the things that I... So last week, let me back up. Last week, one of the things that we discussed was trust and intimacy in developing that. Yes. And I remember being impatient as well, wanting to come hang out with you and being so <laughs> aggravated that I had to work or that I had class. Like I had these other responsibilities. And in my head, I'm like, I just really want to go hang out with this new friend who is so cool, who gets me. We share so much in common. We can talk endlessly and there was I believe it was at the end of my first semester we were done with American Gods we had switched over to American Horror Story and couldn't quite handle it because it was way too close to the political setting that we were living in in at the time that was intense we made it through the first seven minutes and then stopped it and did not return I remember I watched that season on my own same yeah, no. It's like every time that you ask me if I've watched Handmaiden's Tale and I say, no, I can't because we are one hair's width away from that being actual reality. It's true. And at that time, that season. The show and the book felt so eerily accurate to what we were going through that I absolutely understand and respect your choice to not watch it. Harry Styles' Sign of the Times just hit my brain right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fitting. So we finished American Gods. And I, I so coming back to trust, if I may, while you think. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, thank you for getting me back on track. Yeah. It was the end of my first year of graduate, or my first semester of graduate school. And had a really unpleasant encounter with a professor It was in a class that was supposed to provide education on providing competent care to culturally diverse people. Mm -hmm. And in this class, I was quickly tagged. I was quickly clocked as the token gay. And this professor, in a lecture about microaggressions committed a handful of blatant microaggressions against myself, against the women in the class, and against the people of color in the class. You... And not on purpose to try to help drive a lesson. No, completely unaware of his own ineptitude. That makes me feel skeevy. I believe that's exactly what you said to me at the time, because I I opened up to you, I shared that with you. 
I, I think I even came over that night right after class. Even though it was late, I had texted you and said, I'm really bothered. Can I come over and just like vent? The answer is always yes. The answer is always yes. And I just remember we talked about that so much. And that was the first time that I think I recognized, oh, I can be really vulnerable with this person about how I feel, about the things that are bothering me. I can be really, I can get into those ugly, painful places with you and not worry about judgment. That is my first memory of going into those deeper, more personal places where, for me, I think our friendship started to to just deepen and to grow, piggybacking off of what we talked about last time, developing that trust and developing that security to be able to have those conversations with someone. Rooting and blossoming at the same time. Oh, that's a beautiful way of putting it. And I'm so thankful that you hit on that story because earlier I just went, oh yeah, and that, and then when you talked about all of the things like that were really hard and stuff, well, Melissa, how did you get there? That's kind of what, <laughs> what we are meeting for this podcast to be about. So thank you. And endearing isn't even the big enough word. Because I'm already, you're already my best friend. I already have this extraordinarily large love for you. But to hear our friendship from your perspective, it's it shines a new light on things. Or maybe re-shines a light. Let's be honest, my memory is not fantastic. But it's so heartwarming and spirit filling to be reminded about why and how our relationship is so special it's like reading your favorite book again our friendship is my favorite book t-shirt we're gonna put that on the merch merch store once we get that organized. Let's be honest, our merch store is gonna be us drinking some white claw and ironing on letters to things. Handmade merch. How much more sweet and I don't know, thoughtful and lovely can you get? Real. That's real. We'll ship it to you with a kiss. Mwah. Actually, no, we won't. Yeah, thank it's post COVID. Like we won't do that. Yeah. Oh, we're a little bit wiser nowadays. A little bit wiser. We'll ship it to you with love. Yeah. And thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and pears. Tots and pears. Old moldy ass. Tots. <laughs> 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 and pear. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. <laughs> so the professor with the microaggressions. Mm-hmm. And... I think because we had watched together some shows that were pretty deep and hard and much like the way this is going and the way that any of our conversations go, I would interrupt all the time. I'm one of those people with you. I'm one of those people that watches a movie or a show and just talks because I want like there is an instant, as I mentioned, very short term memory. Like, if I'm not writing down things that I want to bring up later, they will not be brought up later. And I'm going to seem like a really boring person. So during these shows that we were watching, like American Gods and uh, 
American Horror Story. What up, America? Wow. America be effed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. There's a lot there. Anywho's, um, like, we were hitting on some pretty deep and dark things Mm -hmm. and some pretty broad ideas. And I think without even knowing it, the thought of getting into deeper, harder, raw things with you just seemed like a misnomer. That's not the, that's not the right way to use that. Um, seemed like a non-issue because we kind of already gently hit on it, not personally, but from what we were witnessing. Yeah. Okay. I see. Does that make sense? Yeah. I hear what you're saying that because we were able to talk about these difficult topics, like there's a scene, there's a sexual assault scene in, um, uh, American gods, there's death, there's, you know, some really religion, politics, all of those topics that can be very difficult to discuss with somebody who you don't really know that well and want to impress a little bit, I think, as you're building a friendship. You want them to like you, you want them to to feel safe and feel good with you. And the shows that we chose to spend some of our time together watching you're right they they absolutely opened the door for us to then once we were caught up and it wasn't too late in the evening to then go and discuss with the show as a starting point but then broadening out into what was going on in the world how we were experiencing those things in the world and over time yeah, that definitely deepened very naturally into not just our opinions and observations of the world, but the way the world was affecting us. The way that we are affected by the world. Mm-hmm. Or our perceptions of, I guess I should say. That's something that I'm learning as I get older as well, is the world is always going to be whatever it is that it's going to be. I'm affected because of the way that I choose to interact with it. Mm-hmm. It's not coming to get me. It just is. So how am I going to react to that? That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast, babe. We'll get into that. But I, and I truly love that. And every single time that we sit down and just start, first of all, I will say, the way that you are able, and this leads perfectly into the profession that you have chosen and the study path that you did. It is so natural for you to be a listener and a supporter and not just, well, everything is going to be okay. And you're right. And blah, blah, blah. Um, empty, empty emboldenment. I know that you actually know what the phrase is. I'm thinking of it. But you would help guide platitudes, empty platitudes. Yeah, basically, I'm going to have to get my dictionary and thesaurus out, man, because we're, I mean, there are some words tonight. Um, And being able to gently, because I remember feeling this feeling of like dipping my toe into my emotional mess. You know, when you would share a surface layer of a story. Because I remember feeling that. And you weren't scared. 
you weren't turned off by it. You know what I mean? Like hearing just a portion of my truth, you know, and then, well, like I said, just dipping your toe into it. And then I felt after a while, share a little bit more. And then, you know, a few weeks go by. So Jacob, do you remember that story that I was telling you? Well, yeah. And then I would, I mean, just full gusto because by that time we were probably a few glasses in and it just feels so amazingly refreshing, easing. And there's a bit of beauty in there to tell your truth your life's truth to somebody, even if it's just a portion, one grain of sand tossed out there that somebody, it's not just on your plate anymore. Mm -hmm. There's something really wonderful that happens in a relationship, whether it's with a friend, partner, could be a family member. But when we are in those places with another person where we're able to share a grain of our truth, a grain of our pain, really, there's a thing that actually happens within our minds where we are able to process those things. And when we receive validation and empathy and not experience invalidation, which I think I mentioned last time, so much of the world is invalidating when we experience that in a friendship, one, of course, it deepens the friendship because we are being honored and heard and respected for our experience. The other piece of that is there's quite literally a part of the brain that begins to mend itself and heal and new neural pathways are created that disconfirm the negative beliefs that go with those painful memories self-doubt and when you're when you're invalidated it's almost like gaslighting Mm -hmm. right yeah our brains this is a a gross (laughs) a gross way to summarize it but i think it works for the moment in many ways our brains have a tendency to gaslight us because we doubt whether or not we're allowed to feel hurt or angry survival man that's our lizard brain it is. It's our, our, a part of our brain that says, this isn't okay to feel this. Other people don't feel this because we don't see it. Correct. And so when we're able to be vulnerable and open up and share that, there is a, a process that, go, that occurs that really, through time, it just shifts. It changes. The experience is validated, and in so doing... The emotionality of it, the raw emotionality of, let's say, a trauma or or a very painful loss, that gets alleviated. Friendship can be a balm, a salve to our emotional pain. Because there are so many people who don't have a therapist or, you know, just trying to live their life, they don't have a good friend. They don't really get along with their family members or their family members were a part of their trauma and they can't speak to them about it. Their coworkers are not the best people to go and share these things with. And you're right. We don't, unless you're watching TV and you see that emotional person who everybody scoffs at. So then that's another 
way that we are told, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm -hmm. Actually, what makes you stronger and how humans have survived. I know that I said this in that first episode. It's because we stick together. We become a tribe because there is a trust there. Mm -hmm. That's how we heal. That's how we grow. That's how we expand as beings in a healthy manner. Mm -hmm. And in being that can better our world for those around us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The world changes as we change, I believe. If everyone, let's say, were to go to therapy, the world would be a much different place. But that's not quite feasible. Mm -hmm. So if we can find these moments of growth and healing and recognizing patterns that we get ourselves stuck in or ways in which we speak to ourselves and we have a friend that says, whoa, don't talk to yourself like that. Don't talk to my friend like that. Exactly. Oh, I love that. You've said that to me. Well, I'm pretty sure you said it to me too. And I'm also pretty sure that I read it on social media and went, oh, that's adorable. It is, but there's so much truth to it. Yes. Where was I going with that? Oh, really went off topic. I did. I love it. I love this progression. Not everybody can have a therapist. The world changes as we do. And so, as we build this podcast, and as I hope people are able to find connections through this podcast, I don't think I, I thought about this in our first episode, but really I think there's some hope that people can find healing. You know, friendships are so commonly painful. And I think that that's another episode what for another day. What do you mean day. by that? Maybe it's not an episode for another day. Well, well maybe, um, maybe just a gentle rundown of what you mean by that. The phrase frenemies. I don't get that. People who are, they spend time together and say that they are friends, but instead tear each other down. Why waste your time? I don't understand that. I don't either. I think that there's a lot that goes on in society that suggests that that's how some types of friendships are supposed to be. Where in the world are you? The movie Mean Girls comes to mind. Those four young ladies who are friends but are terrible to each other. They get on the different phone lines and they're talking to each other. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yes, thank you. That's a perfect example. And if we broaden out a little bit, there are so many examples in media, especially movies and TV, where women Oh, it's that trope. Women can't be friends with other women. Yep. Well, go slap your own bippy because that's not true. Correct. I recognize that I'm a presenting female, you are presenting... What's the best way to say that? Undecided. Gender queer, let's say. I use he, him pronouns, but don't always think that that fits. Women are friends. Here's the thing, though. Oh, you know what? No, because if, if, I, if I start this topic, we... This, this could be a whole nother podcast. Um, systemic and societal oppression, regression and aggression against from and with women. There's a great YouTube channel that I really, 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 really love called The Take. I'm not going to say any more about it, but if you get the chance to check out The Take on YouTube, holy cow, Mamma Jamma. Solid. They get into it. I'm going to rewind us. Thank you.
we were talking about how through friendship we can heal and the world would be a better place through therapy, yada, yada, Mm -hmm. yada, hoping that through our podcast, people can build a community. And I wanted to offer a bit of a disclaimer that you need to be a little bit picky with who you choose to trust and who you choose to be your best friend. Yes. So that you don't get sucked into a world where... Frenemy! A person becomes a frenemy or... I think about some of the, quote, toxic ways that friends can be built. Like, I... I, I Happenstantial. I have this... I don't know why it's coming up, but I have this idea of, like, an addiction. If somebody is in addiction, building a best friendship with somebody else in addiction could be catastrophic. Or Mm -hmm. it could be a way to heal and grow together. So I guess my only disclaimer would just be, use discretion, protect yourself... Remember what you're wanting, what you're needing. And what you deserve. It's a give and a take, always. And then it's always, that should always be in balance. Mm-hmm. Yin and yang. Sun and moon. I think that's an episode for another day. We could go into a whole talk about that as well. Okay, well, let's... Oh my gosh, that would be absolutely... Yes. I love that. The balance of a best friendhood. Because, oh, spoiler alert, there was a few months there where Jacob and I went back and forth. Mm-hmm. Liter- and I remember the words falling out of my face. I know I'm needing a lot right now. I know I'm needing a lot. Oh, gosh. Did you already make a note? I did. Oh, thank you. So I don't need to. No, I got you. You're the best. I got you. I don't even know if this pen works. I remember that. And I think I do. I think we should make a whole episode about that because I think that that's an important facet of friendship to explore that I would really like to give the appropriate airtime, the time to really process and discuss it. Yeah. Not just a quick. Because I remember feeling some pretty big guilt. I remember that. Yeah. Which sucked. Because I, I was feeling guilt about being around my best friend. I did not know what to do with that. Because I was needing you. I was needing you. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I had never really felt that before. Yeah, we'll save that. Oh, wonderful. Segue into another episode. Look at us. Are we professionals now? I think this means we're professionals. I mean, we took notes. And as professionals... What do you say we take a quick break? Let's do it. Back in it. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Best Friendhood. Welcome back, best friend. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. How was the break for you? I found it quite satisfying. Um, extraordinarily so. And productive AF. Yeah, that was a very productive break that we just had. It was, and a bit of a long one. Um, and so <laughs> something that we actually talked about and maybe one day in the future, we will find ourselves capable of doing as much, but cause it, where are we at now? Uh, beautiful summer weather outside, lightning bugs flashing their butts and just sitting outside and the way free flow is how I think it fell in my face earlier. Um, is what this is. And I truly enjoy the way, especially when we are outside. I am a person who absolutely loves to be outside. 
seeing things that are green and growing like this is my time of year. So I'd love to be out there in it. And so we were and probably out there for, oh, shoot, but shoot, was it an hour? We were definitely on break for an hour. For you sweet listeners, hopefully it's only a couple minutes or less. We will make you sit there for an hour and wait for us. Yes. Just hit skip. It's fine. We won't be mad. Oh, no. Oh, this is also assuming that we have any advertisements. True. It, yeah. Never oh, I wasn't assume even thinking that. That makes an asset of you and me <laughs> and our best friendhood. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, sorry. Um, let me try my hand at getting us back on track. Take it away. So we were sitting outside and we really kind of got into some things and something when we first arrived together this evening, I was exhausted. I did two live broadcasts. You had a full day of work. I got home late and I was just tired. I really was in something that we talked about with other friends in activities that don't take as much effort. If I was as tired as I was slash am and somebody different asked me to do something, I'd be like, Oh, no, I think I'm just going to eat four slices of pizza and go to bed. Thank you, though. Thank you for the thought. Thank you for the invite. But with you, I'm like, nah, dude, come on over. Mm, Let's see. (laughs) I don't mind. It doesn't feel like effort. It doesn't feel like energy put forward. It's just being Mm -hmm. with you. So... We talked about that, and then we really were seeding dandelions with these ideas. So I think, Jacob, you know me. I've been in, quote-unquote, communications for a very long time. Edging in ever closer all of the time to 15-plus years. Oh, it's been a wild ride. Any Hoosiers. So future episode ideas that we have Mm -hmm. for Best Friendhood. I think also, that's great. thank you so much for always taking notes. You're so sweet at this. Thank you. It's my one small contribution to this podcast. <gasps> You're 50-50 here. <laughs> I am happy to be the note taker, the secretary, the the minutes keeper. No. Mm-mm. The imagination tracker, the idea wrangler, the inspiration Navigation. I love your way with words. I'm just helping you reframe. That's one of your words. I'm just helping you reframe. You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. So we had talked just in the course of our conversation before the break. We had so many big ideas. We were opening up so many baskets that when we were on our break, we were just talking off mic, obviously, about other ideas and how when we came together this evening, like you said, you were really tired. I I, I am tired too. This week has been, <laughs> it's been a doozy of, of a week. Mm-hmm. And when I got here this evening, there was a part of me that thought, gosh, do I have the energy to record and to make it intelligent and and 
enjoyable and worthwhile. And of course, the second we started talking, I went, well, that's right out. I can be tired, but I can also be with you and be in this with you in a way that doesn't exact my energy, that doesn't drain me. And that's something that I love about our friendship. As someone who is so deeply introverted and really cherishes my time to myself to recharge. I was just going to say recharge time. I find that I recharge with you. OMG ditto. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like such a nerd. But yes. Same. Very much so. Even if it means we're just sitting together in your beautiful yard, listening to music and watching the fireflies. Ugh. Their little butts are so pretty. Their flashy little booties. Butts, 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 butts. <laughs> Bob's Burgers reference. I was going to say, okay, Tina. Thank you. So let's cover some of the topics that we came up with. Definitely future episode prompts. I'm very excited. And also, P.S., by the way, a huge kudos to you for glomming on to these ideas that just kind of became present during our conversation. And you took note of them. You're so intuitive. You're so very smart. You are very kind to say so. Thank you. I think I can attribute part of that to one. I'm just curious. So when a new topic is brought up, I I really want to spend time thinking about it and talking about it and delving into it. And two, part of my work is when a topic is brought up and touched upon gently... I mentally make a note that, oh, we're going to come back to that. Because there's a reason. There's a reason it comes up. Ooh, Delali! And so that just really served itself this evening during this recording that as we broadened our conversation, as we talked bigger and bigger, not just about our own personal experiences, but, you know, society and media and, and these different areas, it just made sense to me to make some notes. And that is, I believe... For both of us, one of the biggest hopes and strides for this is, yes, we started off from our personal experience, but our biggest want is to broaden it to be a universal experience, Mm -hmm. a topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to share our personal experiences of friendship and, and the things that go with friendship, not just our own, but other friendships as well, but then also to broaden it into gosh so many different areas i mean there's so much so we decided that next week for our our next episode we are going to discuss toxicity in friendships i'm down for this i'm really curious to see how this goes i i don't have a preset notion in my brain nor do i and i i love that because that's exactly how we speak anyway it's just strictly off the cuff Mm -hmm. and i think Especially with such a topic that could be difficult, could be hard, could be easily turned into something that we don't want it to be. I don't want to overthink it. Mm -hmm. No. It, like all of our conversations, will be organic and it will go where it goes. Mm -hmm. But I like having that structured idea of this kind of the topic that we will start in. Mm Mm-hmm. And what else do we have? Sorry. No, that's okay. I agree. I agree with you. I like having a little bit of an idea of what we're going to cover. Yeah. And I hope that anybody who listens to this appreciates that as well. 
Um, so other areas that we are going to talk about in the future, um, we've touched on this tonight already. So the tropes about friendship and frenemies. Mm-hmm. What we mean by tropes is really looking at how friendships are portrayed in movies and media and having a conversation about how that influences the way people actually experience their friendships. Because media pr- provides so many unspoken messages about how you are, quote, supposed to be. How life is. That oftentimes I think it takes a bit of a wake-up call to recognize that wait a second, this isn't real. This isn't realistic. Fabricated. This doesn't fit for me. So I think we will cover that soon. And then again, frenemies, like you said, discussing that whole world of media and the negative influence that that has on people's friendships. Ugly bag of lies. That's Mm -hmm. what, and I hate that that's proffered. Me too. It's something that Hollywood and other areas could do a lot better at. They can go slap their own bippy about. All right, continue. Thank you. <laughs> we talked about gender presentation in friendship and how there are different power dynamics in certain types of friendships. Oh, you're diving deeper than that first idea. I like it. Um, it's something I think about a lot in my work okay. and just in my being in the world. Uh, I... I really do consider power dynamics on an almost daily basis because it's something I'm confronted with all the time. And sometimes I feel like people believe that that's just inherent. And it doesn't have to be. No. And, ooh, okay, you know what? Saving, saving, saving. Save it. Okay. Yep. Um, another topic that we discussed, finding balance. Yes. The yin and yang of friendship balancing your needs while meeting the needs of your friend. So where that came from was when you were talking earlier about that period of time where you were needing a little more support from the friendship and how there have been periods where I needed more and how through that we maintain the friendship without resentment, without strife. Which was so strange. I had never had that before. It's a new and different way of showing up for each other. And that, I mean, that's going to be a raw one for me, to be honest, because I, I felt guilty and mm-hmm. I felt unworthy. And you didn't allow those feelings to go further than my own brain. So I'm, a, I'm excited and nervous for that one. Me too. I think that will be a raw one for me as well, because I can remember... The times that I was the the friend that needed a little more love, a little more cushion, and feeling similarly, feeling guilty that I was asking this of you. Taking so much. It didn't even feel like asking. It felt like taking. Saving, saving, saving. Save it, sis. (laughs) The joy of being in a friendship together. I feel like that's going to be a a through line. So maybe that's Mm -hmm. not its own Another golden thread. Yeah, I don't know. But we could joke around and talk about how we've already figured out that we will be spending the rest of our lives together. And we both have a tiny inkling that we'll be losing our minds at relatively the same rate. It's going to be a blast. We, when he first came over today, (laughs) I was was so tired. And what was it we were joking? I don't even remember what we were joking about. We just went, oh, we're best friends. That's why I'm here. Or why am I here? 
Because we're best friends. Oh, yeah. That's cool. It'll happen. It'll happen. Probably. I'm already manifesting it. (laughs) I am too. This is going to be another raw one, I think. Discussing the friends that made us, the friendships that we've had along the way, and how growing into adulthood has helped us see and understand these friends for who they truly are today, rather than the way we experienced those friendships in our younger years through youth and expectance, expecting. Yes. Oh, gosh. And we're going to unpack a lot of Melissa in that one, I think, as I believe probably even until my late 20s, early 30s, I had this like Bambi look on the world. Mm-hmm. I was just, I expected things to be a certain way. And it's jarring when you recognize that, oh, because I did not have a whole lot of conversation with adults in my life about what life is, how things go, whatnot. I watched movies. I watched TV. I read books. Those were the things that laid out reality, quote unquote, to my brain. And it took me until my late 20s, early 30s. I'm still recognizing areas where I have this expectation of what should be or how things should be mm-hmm. because of how my early brain was shaped. We're going to rock and roll through my psyche about that one. Oh, Neat. Mine will be there too. Okay, well, we'll save that for like month eight. We're Cripes. in this together because these are experiences that I've had too. You're not, this isn't a podcast of me interviewing you about your psyche. This is a podcast of us sharing our experiences and relating to each other. So buckle up. Do you up. know what I love and appreciate so much? Hmm. That I can feel brave in who I am with you right by my side. I'm going to be honest. I'm feeling the same thing. We talked outside at the break about how... There will be negativity. And also, that wasn't where I was going. Oh, was it not? No, I was going down a different path of what we talked about outside. I would love to hear that instead. So where I was going with that was how we talked about how we both have had numerous experiences of pipe dreams throughout our lives, Mm. creative endeavors that we've wanted to pursue, jobs that we've wanted to do, things that we've wanted to experience that never came to fruition for one reason or another. It was our choice. We made choices not to. Our individual choice to not to. And here we are with this podcast that we're recording two weeks in a row And regardless of what happens with it, we've done it. For and with each other. For and And because of each other. Absolutely. Oh, that was a much more beautiful route than what I was. (laughs) Your brain was going to, we can get through the negativity that the internet will inevitably give us because the internet is a wild place. It's it's everybody's real world at the fingertips. And we will get through that together, too. Yes, as well. I want to spend a little bit more time basking in that we've done this together. I know you are the cutest little ticket. Jacob actually bought us bathtub pillows as a congratulations. We finally did it. (laughs) (laughs) Bath time is part of each of our individual self-care. Especially in wintertime. Let me boil like a lobster. Yes, please. Love it. Let me sit with a bath bomb and just 
cook. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. And thank you. We've got a couple more. Should we I do, read them off? We are so... Yes, please. So we're running a little short on time, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Okay. It's our show. We can do what we want. Correct. It's a life we can do what we want. To. It's a pop song. Nope. Never mind. It's, sorry. That's not coming to me either. It, sorry. I was thinking Trixie do and what Katya. We want to. Love Trixie and Katya. They're the best. You're not wrong. So another topic. I hate that I introduce each one of these by saying another, another. I feel like DJ Khaled. I, another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Oh, Khaled. Excuse me. Yeah. DJ Khaled. <laughs> another one. In a world. In a world. Continue on with this. In a world full of distractions and technology, try being present with a friend that you're with. Welcome in, best friendhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got some great stories that will go with that one. Yes, I have one in particular that happened relatively early on in our get-togethers. Mm-hmm. That was like the epitome of a sticky note being slapped on my forehead of this MFR is in this friendship. Two more. Mm. Friendship styles and how they evolve. Commemorative friendships. Thank you for alliterating. Yeah. Lifelong friendships. What word do I mean? Not alliterating. Elaborating. Thank you. So commemorative friendships, lifelong friendships, and simple friendships. We might need to define what a simple friendship is. That's like a gentle acquaintance. Uh, I don't believe that that's actually the right word. I don't think that that's the right word that's used when talking about friendship styles, but that's what came to my memory. So I'll I'll look that up, and when we record the episode, I'll correct myself. Although I do like it. Simple friendship, just like, hey, buddy. Like, more like a than genuine, an acquaintance, but not quite... Uh... That you smile every time that you see their face? Yeah, yeah. That's a simple friendship, I would say. It doesn't take much energy. Simply, that's friendship. Mm-hmm. You oh. enjoy each other's presence when you're... <laughs> At the same party. Yeah. You'd buy them a beer. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoy their conversation. You'd share but you share your ice cream quite... sandwich with them. Absolutely. There we are. But you also don't, like, go to lunch and do things. You're not calling or texting them. Right. Last one. This will be another raw one, I think. But in a different way. It won't be raw in the way of going through something difficult and, and having that safe person this will be raw in we're going to get really real. Okay. About being the shit friend. Oh, beans. Yep. Because whether we like it or not. Oh, gosh. I yep. think it's safe to say that at least in my experience, I, I have know. Been. I, I know have I been have been the shit friend. And I think it's probably safe to say most of us have probably been the shit friend at one time or another. It's taken me a very long time. I think tonight, actually, was the first time that I actually said it out loud, that I recognized that I was probably more hurtful in a friendship than I was helpful in a friendship. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel bad. Mm -hmm. That makes a part of me ache. Me too. And it actually reminded me that I need to reach out to this person because it's been long enough 
And I've grown enough to recognize that I want to and I need to apologize and also give them recognition for the phenomenal person that they were. And probably still, we've lost touch, obviously, because, you know, if you have a shitty friend, you don't talk to him. You don't keep that person around. Oh, that was me. I, I was the one that took and took and took at that point. Mm-hmm. I've had a very similar experience where I had a friend who gave and gave and gave and I took and took and took and I even knew at the time didn't I'm being yeah. a shit friend ugh, ugh. I couldn't face it though no not then I didn't want to I couldn't mm-hmm. yeah save 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 <laughs> beans we'll get more into that because oh. there's a lot to be said about that there's a lot to be said about all of these topics and I know owning that up as... to it can really you know what no save 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 you're getting foot cramps already. Um, I'm getting brain cramps. My computer is getting... Um, Copy cramps? That was dumb. Ram cramps? <laughs> oh, no, that's him. This that sounds like sound a Ron Jeremy film. <laughs> um, so, so we're going to end it. Thanks for coming along, friends, for the ride of your life on Best Friendhood. Thanks for being here. Oh, Oh. How did we end the last one? I don't remember. I know it was endearing. I'm pretty sure it was. Enjoy the rest of your day. Take care of each other. Find some fun. And be kind to yourself. That works. I don't think that's what I said last time, but I can't remember. No. We'll make a note. We'll make a note. Jacob will make a note. Okay. Till next week. Best Friendhood was edited by Jake and me. Logo by Jennifer Bate. You can find us on the social media. I'm talking Twitter and Insta at BFHpod. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And if you're feeling generous enough to help support us and possibly some better sound equipment, you can find us on Patreon at Best Friendhood. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs)